welcome everyone to Potholes and Politics, local main issues from A to Z. This week, we're going to be taking you to some highlights of MMA's 87th annual convention, which was just held last week. We have several interviews taken from the convention floor, and we apologize in advance for some of the background noise. We believe this first interview with Secretary of State Shana Bellows is still worth hearing in spite of that. Thank you very much for listening. Okay, we are live from the convention floor of MMA's 87th annual convention, and we have with us Secretary of State Shana Bellows. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. I am so excited to be here. So how is the convention going for you? Is there anything that you're looking forward to learning today or... Well, I just sat through Deputy Secretary of State Julie Flynn's Title 21A presentation for municipal clerks. Uh, one city councilor sat through the whole thing and was like, wow. He said, I think I'm overwhelmed. I think I really am the week. And my deputy said, now you know what the clerks go through. Right. Uh, really, <laughs> truly, our municipal clerks are the bedrock of our elections. Uh, in many states across the country, elections are administered at the county level. In New England, in here in Maine, of course, they're administered at the municipal level, and we are just so grateful to every single clerk, from the newest one, who are a couple people in the room, this is going to be their very first election ever, to the folks that have been doing this for 20 years, 30 years. So what was the feeling of those new clerks? Are they feeling nervous about coming into? I think there's always some trepidation when you're running an election for the first time. Our partnership at Secretary of State with Maine Municipal Association and the Maine uh, City and Town Clerks Association is so incredibly important because we try to make sure that clerks have everything that they need. We are a state that provides all the ballots, tabulators for towns that are counting ballots using machines, and we provide step-by-step directions to the clerks at multiple mailings at specific times saying, this is the deadline for this, return your ballot receipt, return your polling location uh, and out maps and, and change requests. So we really just so appreciate that. There's a lot that goes into elections. What is the Secretary of State's office doing right now to prepare for all that? So every election and this one is no different. November 7th, of course, there are eight referendum questions, six, uh, excuse me, four citizen-initiated referendum questions, four constitutional amendments to start in the legislature. So it's a big ballot, uh, and every step that we administer from no excuse absentee voting, clerks are literally, you know, today on convention day, some clerks are actually at their offices issuing ballots. Mm-hmm. Because we are so close to the election, and Maine allows for um, a minimum of 30 days of no excuse absentee voting before the election. So there's a lot that goes into it. The new thing is election security. So the clerks that are more experienced tell me that 20 years ago they weren't thinking about the security of the polling location, about physical security or cyber security. Those have emerged as huge priorities as we have seen some isolated but really scary threats against our clerks. And certainly across the country, we've seen an increase in cyber attacks on elections infrastructure and harm 
threats uh, directed toward local election officials. And we want clerks to know that we are here to support them, that we can leverage our partnerships with federal partners of the Department of Homeland Security and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency to do safe assessments, polling locations, municipal town offices to protect our clerks, make recommendations for things that they can do to keep themselves, the voters, and their locations safe. Can you can you go into what that might be like? What what would a safe assessment entail? So a safe assessment entails an expert, a protective security advisor from the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency doing a walk through with a clerk, with perhaps members of local law enforcement, if there's a local chief of police, uh, a town manager, a city manager, and anyone else that the clerk wants to invite to walk through the offices and then walk through the polling location. During that walkthrough, that security advisor is evaluating positioning of security cameras, uh, procedures for locked facilities, storage of ballots and equipment, uh, entry and exits uh, to secure areas, um, exits for personnel if there is a problem. Just every aspect of security. I'm not a security expert, so that's just a fraction. So they're they're doing that talk through as they walk. But then following that, they go back and they do an in-depth, classified assessment of the security for that municipality. Uh, They work with my office, uh, Deputy Secretary Flynn and I both have secret clearance. We can evaluate those plans, make sure that there are no recommendations that are in contradiction to uh, federal or state election laws, uh, particularly things, for example, like the Disability uh, Americans with Disabilities Act, for example. There might be a conflict between a particular security recommendation and accessibility to a polling So we make sure, uh, we do a screen to ensure that the recommendations are congruent uh, with elections law. Then that classified recommendation goes to the clerk, and that clerk can then share it with their council or their select board to say, these are the recommendations that are purely optional. Um, but for example, I was talking to a clerk a couple of days ago, and she was saying, I really would like a law enforcement escort when I'm transporting ballots from my municipal office to the polling location. I'm hopeful that the safe assessment will help me make that case that I do need those supports in place and protection for myself, for the ballots. That's great. Yeah. And um, how many of those are happening right now? And is that an ongoing thing so that a clerk, even after the election, might be able to ask for that assessment? That's right. It's an ongoing process. Clerks simply need to contact Secretary of State's office, myself, or Deputy Secretary Flynn. We have a process of prioritizing and, and monitoring those requests to identify you know, where there may be alleged issues or where clerks may have concerns. Uh, and then we facilitate that connection with the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency. Uh, and then they take it from there to schedule it to clerk's convenience. So last year we started with a pilot. Uh, we started with uh, 10 municipalities that volunteered, nine went through the process, uh, and the protective security advisor uh, reviewed uh, both the municipal offices and polling locations for many of those clerks. Uh, this year we've had 12 municipalities sign up for 2023, and but it's ongoing. There's no deadline to sign up. We've heard from some clerks that want to confer with their local electeds, uh, have those conversations, and then circle back with us. It's our intent to continue to provide these types of just like we're doing annual de-escalation training and threat analysis and reporting training and cybersecurity training 
as well. Uh, again, purely optional for the clerks, just other tools in the toolkit to help protect the, the integrity of our elections. Yeah, and that on-site piece is so important because every single town office is completely different. It could be from the 1800s, or it could be from 10 years ago, or it could be a separate location, like a school or like in Reedfield, it's at the Alphonse Center. So Yeah, and many of them involve other buildings that aren't places where municipal officials are on a regular basis. That's so right. might not intimately know those spaces either. We're here to support our clerks and because we know municipalities are doing the business of the state uh, in carrying out these elections. And in 2022, Maine was first in the nation in voter participation. Wow. Uh, we're consistently uh, at the top of the list in 2023rd. But I was so excited to see us hit that number one spot in voter participation. And it's really because of our hardworking clerks, uh, making sure that every Maine citizen has the right to register to vote, cast their ballot, and have that confidence that they know their ballot. Yeah, that's the core of that's what it is. Of that. Um, are you finding a lot of folks are turning over again? We are hearing nationally that that is the case, that folks who are election officials are opting, that have been there forever, are opting to, to get out now because the value of their work is not really widely known. They have told those stories and now they're facing a lot of threats and misappropriated targeted threats. I think that's true and I'm curious about what you all are seeing at the Municipal Association more broadly I think Maine in general is seeing a demographic shift with retirement uh, of the baby boomer generation, pandemic era retirements, we've seen um, a massive knowledge loss or experience loss in terms of some of our positions across the state, right? We're seeing it at the state level. We're certainly seeing it at the municipal level. Uh, so some of those retirements are natural. People have uh, really dedicated their careers. They've dedicated 30 or 40 years. Our Deputy Secretary, Julie Flint, is the longest serving election director in the country wow. for 28 years. Awesome. It is truly awesome. Uh, but some of it is because of the harassment. And sometimes it doesn't rise to the level of bodily harm or threat to life or family or property. Sometimes it's just the grief that a the very small by a thousand cuts. Exactly. And sometimes it's uh, weaponization of the Freedom of Access Act, which is such a powerful tool for transparency. Of course, we all support it. But suddenly when a clerk is, is getting a letter from an out-of-state lawyer saying, give me, give me everything on everybody uh, <laughs> right now. <laughs> right. That, you know, that combination of, you know, perhaps social media criticism, just grief at the counter, the weaponization of voters. Some people are just like, I'm tapping out. I'm not, um, I'm not getting paid enough, uh, or I'm not, you know, I'm not going to subject myself to this. Um, and we have seen a few isolated incidences, um, but documented incidences where those threats have escalated beyond uh, unkind words uh, or profanity to actual threats of physical harm. Now, fortunately, our partners in law enforcement are really willing to learn more about the election laws and the legislature pass protections for our clerks to escalate those threats to my office and then to the Office of the Attorney General uh, for investigation and potential prosecution. But when you hear stories like that, even if it's just a couple, that too has to have an impact on recruitment 
yep. and also retention decisions. Yes, I think we're seeing that across the board at the municipal level and the need for a lot more training. And, and that training goes everywhere from our own new municipal folks all the way up to the legislature to understand municipal government better and what the, the tasks at that local level are and the, the Herculean lifts that our clerks are making. So we're really glad to have you in partnership there. And you're not only doing the election stuff, though. We're running the BMV. I know. <laughs> partners with registrations. Our registration agents. We love our municipal registration agents working with us every single day. So, and then Main State Archives. So sometimes, you know, there are elements where we might be coordinating with the, more with counties, but sometimes with a particular uh, municipality on records, management issues. We are resource for the official resource if people have questions about records retention and records management. So we're happy to do that at the Department of Secretary of State. We, we love those partnerships. That's why it's so fun for me to be here at the convention, just to say hi uh, to old friends, to make some new ones, uh, make some of those connections. And most importantly, know, have the municipalities know that we are a resource. And if there are questions, if there's some confusion over any aspect of what we do, we're here to serve the clerks because we, and the municipalities because we know the clerks and the municipalities are here to serve people. Mean that you are the front line, the people implementing our democracy, our vehicle registration, and so many other procedures um, and uh, things that make life easier for the people. Mean well, we're certainly happy for the partnership that your office in particular has shown all our clerks, but also um, trying to meet our challenges with getting CDL licensing and right. bus drivers. <laughs> and there's so much. Um, proactive support that your staff has been giving our municipal officials in trying to navigate some really you know, challenging federal law and filling those gaps across to the board. When so, all of us are doing challenges, we're really happy for your partnership. And I think you're one of the departments that works most closely with municipal officials on, on all levels. We appreciate that. And we've got some exciting initiatives in the works, so hopefully more to come with CDL licensing and school bus drivers. And again, it's the municipalities who are in the front school departments raising the alarm, letting us know what the issues are, and, and sometimes we're able to think, okay, how can we think creatively within the existing parameters of the law or coordinating with the congressional delegation or changing the law sometimes in the legislature. So we always appreciate it when we're on the same side in the legislature, which in the past couple of years we have been. So <laughs> I think we're all facing the same kind of challenges. <laughs> yes. And none of us can do it in isolation, so we're That's grateful right. for your partnership and for your attendance here. Yes. My pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much.